This is a crowd podcast. <laughs> You're listening to <laughs> Folks Give On. <laughs> Like a Dracula. <laughs> that was too Dracula. You're listening to Fox Given. Halloween <laughs> 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 special. <laughs> Witch edition. Spooky. Mm. What up, my witches? Uh, I'm Reed. Before we go any further, because we fuck up in this part so many times. <laughs> we do. And I am Florence. And um, we are really excited for a Halloween oh my God. episode today. We're suddenly so changed excited. our tune. We're suddenly like, do, 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 do. Yeah. Pump in. We, like, we are really excited for this episode because we're going to talk about so many spooky things. Spooky <laughs> I feel like this is, this is Reed's perfect episode because she's turned on by so many spooky things. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you're into like, all the horror all the like gore and you're like yeah mm-hmm. cool let's make that sexy yeah man like my arousal is so close to my fizzle you know like it's it is there <laughs> it is like my fizzle like, my fizzle that sounds really grim but it's like they're so close like I've always loved horror films and I've always enjoyed fear like in my fantasy so yeah we're gonna talk about all the th- fucked up things Oof. that I wanna fuck and that I've masturbated over which is exciting there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot to unpack yeah. and process also, you as well. You've got a few freaky, freaky bad boys in there too. I think I do. I think I'm going to have some things to bring to the table. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but we're also going to be talking about your red flags. We put a little question and answer thing on um, Instagram for you to yeah write in your biggest red flags when it comes to dating. Yeah, because that is horrifying. They are horrific and Halloween themed. Most of them. Exactly. <laughs> Just like, whoa, we like and also. Spooky. Red Flags has been trending on the internet. Yeah, So we everywhere. thought we'd just jump on the bandwagon and do a little episode about Red Flags too. I've literally seen it everywhere. You see like the tweets that have been like reposted on Instagram. Everyone's going in on the Red Flags. I think it's important to know. But first, should we dive into a little little update sesh? Yeah, baby. Oh, sesh. Where are you podcast recording from today, Florence? So I am finally, I'm finally in LA where I'm going to be for the rest of the year. Um, Finally made it here after the most horrific flight situation. Oh, Oh, keeping on brand, keeping on the trends. (laughs) Yeah. Halloween special. The horror. Well, it was kind of like a final destination flight, you know? It was, oh gosh, it was, it was mad. So I was supposed to fly out on the 19th and um, we went through like all the airport stuff and I was like, do, 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 this is great. Like blah, 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 sit down on the plane. And then we were sitting on the plane without it taking off for three hours. Oh, that's And horrible. they had like an update over the intercom just being like, oh, there are a couple of customers that haven't arrived, but they've checked in luggage. So we're having to retrieve some luggage from the plane. And then we were like, okay, okay, cool. Um, and then like another hour went by and then they were like, oh, update. Um, actually we're having like a bit of a maintenance issue with the plane there's something like there's a dent on the plane and we need to figure out whether it can fly or not obviously blah blah blah. another hour went by and they were like yeah guys we're cancelling this flight we've just been sitting on this plane and then and then after they even told us that we were sitting on the plane for even longer and then when we got off oh my god when we got off they were like we're just trying to figure out if we can get you all out this evening. Blah, blah, blah. Got, us, got our hopes up. Because yeah. first of all, they were like, you're going to have to fly tomorrow. And then when we got out, they were like, we might be able to take you out tonight. And then they were like, oh, sorry, guys. No, the US <laughs> won't let you in. So you're going to have to, yeah, um, stay another night in Toronto and fly out tomorrow and the next flight they got us on was midday so it was like it wasn't even like a morning flight it was an afternoon flight and obviously I didn't have anywhere to stay so I had to sleep in the fucking airport (laughs) 
it was like all deserted it was actually quite spooky because i was walking around and i was like no one there and it was just yeah. this really kind of weird like eerie feeling and i had to sleep in the airport which didn't really work that well but i did manage to sleep a little bit we oh my god are you know what we got back on the plane and everyone was mm-hmm. like this is the same plane no this is the same plane that we were on yesterday it was exactly the same plane because they were like yeah this girl's monitor was broken there and she's in exactly the same place <gasps> and then i sat That's down final next to the people and i was like oh i was like this isn't the same plane is it and the guy the people i was sitting next to they were like yeah this is the same plane there's this mark no. like yesterday that we noticed and it's here and i was like Wait, wasn't this the plane that wasn't safe to fly? Oh, for fuck's sake. That's terrifying. That's absolutely terrifying. And then we were, sit- we were sitting there for like longer than usual before the plane starts moving. And they were like, we're really sorry, everyone, but we are waiting for eight customers to turn up to the airplane. They have checked their luggage, so we're going to have to wait a little bit further. Oh I apologise sincerely. It was like everyone that was on the plane from yesterday was just in the plane, exactly the same place. Like, please just let us go to LA, please. <laughs> Well, that is some final destination shit. That's not cool. It really was. Did you panic or were you okay? I, I felt really anxious, to be honest, that whole day. Because yeah. I was just like, why? Oh my God. And the reason why, you know what? <laughs> I wasn't surprised that I didn't get to LA the day that the flight was supposed to go. Because a black cat, this is Halloween shit. A black cat walked across my path when I was taking a little morning walk in Toronto the day that I was leaving. And everyone knows that's bad luck. And I was like, great. Obviously, like, that's the worst thing to happen when you're just about to get on a plane. A black cat walk across your path. You're like, fuck's sake. I just think it was a, it was a, a really, a really interesting coincidence. You might say that, but like, as soon as that happened to me, I just had this gut feeling. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to get to LA. <laughs> but you had that gut feeling, like, the entire time that you were leaving the UK. You were constantly like, something's going to fuck up, something. So it was anxiety yeah and that's the epitome of anxiety and then we like to blame it on other things we're just like oh yeah that must be the reason yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway that's the really unsexy story of my traveling to LA but it was quite entertaining I think um it's just one of those things that you never want to happen to yourself but it was quite a good life experience you know I was just like you know what let's just make the best out of the situation it's a story um but yeah, actually, I did want to talk about Toronto times as well, because the last time we did an update sesh, I had just been on like a quickie yes. date before the podcast. And I did end up meeting that guy. We had like, <laughs> we had like a Netflix and chill situation <laughs> in the evening mm-hmm. like after we filmed the podcast. And yeah, it was really interesting. Um, he was super, super chilled. And we kind of just got into his like, there wasn't that much like chat before and we we felt really comfortable with each other kind of immediately and we were just he was like oh just come and like chill in my bed let's watch like put a horror film on horror Halloween <laughs> do you like it, <laughs> wait, it. Wait, wait. <laughs> and um yeah so we just chilled in his bed had a little cuddle had a little chat and cuddle and then and then we started kissing and then yeah ended up having some good good sex and it was pretty good it was pretty good actually it felt (laughs) it felt nice it was definitely better than the other sex that I had in Toronto but yeah it was good and I felt really good after it we had sex twice and then I actually met him I met him another time as well which he just messaged me in the morning like do you want to come over for like morning sex and I was like you know what yeah yes okay yeah I do yeah although that the first situation where I met him, I really enjoyed, and I was like, "Wow, this is great!" Like I'm really starting to like like the casual sex side of things again. And then the second time, because it was morning sex, I don't know if this is like a thing, but is it a thing with morning sex not lasting very long for guys? Um, like we can't generalize, basically. Time zone. <laughs> I mean, I but anyway, wouldn't say in my experience, morning sex means anything to do with like sensitivity or lasting long but it's very possible that he was just like i don't really want to try that hard because like yeah like you're going yeah i I kind of you know what i regretted going that day Mm. because i was like actually it was a bit in and out situation and it felt really good 
if it had lasted longer and I would and then I had to like finish myself off yeah and that's when you feel used when you're like oh you literally mm, just used me for like a morning wank rather than like you actually had me over for you for my pleasure and like you were interested in me yeah and I did kind of feel that way yeah yeah I didn't see him again I didn't see him again not on purpose but but that's nothing you've done wrong it's just he fucked up no my my out come or like the out like how I felt after that situation and kind of being in Toronto for two weeks by myself is that you know what I'm actually kind of enjoying being single again mm, and I didn't nice. think I was gonna get to this point so yeah he, and he's he, done that pretty I think quickly, he helped which is good yeah yeah like it, you just need opportunities for good experiences to happen to make you realize that it's not all gonna be horrible and all gonna be bad yeah because also like it we did have a connection but it wasn't like, it wasn't sparks and like, it wasn't fireworks, you know, mm-hmm. but there was a connection enough to have good, good casual sex. And yeah. that's something. Yeah, that is something. Yeah, nice. What's happening across the pond? Tell me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I've been still dealing with my mental health stuff. That's been a roller coaster. Like I felt so good this week. Um, and then today I had like a massive cry, which has been really cathartic mm. and very much needed. Um, I do feel like a weight is lifted off my shoulders apart from the fact that I just feel a bit like flat and like, oh, boo-hoo, woe is me. Um, I had a bad yeah. IBS attack last night while I was on the train on the way home. And it was just, it brought back a lot of anxiety of me being like, I'm just going to have to run off the train and shit on the public platform while in the pissing rain. I just, I can't. I was like, oh. I can't. But you know what? I'm going to have to if this is what it takes. A lot of breathing exercises were done last night. <laughs> oh. um, so yeah, that was frustrating. Just like so tired from that. Like, the exhaustion levels are real. Because you use so much energy when you're in like that panic stations. And I was like, you know, it's pissing it down with water, water rain, but I'm just like sweating buckets <laughs> underneath my jacket because I'm just like, oh. I need to get this demon out of my body immediately. And it always comes in waves. I'm like, I'll shit once and be like, okay, cool, it's over. And then I'm like, oh no, we're coming for round two. And it's just never ending. So yeah. Had to like fully, oh. before I jumped on the train, like beg somebody in a restaurant, like, please, can I use your bathroom? Like as they were closing. So it's just like, oh Lord. But yeah, oh, these are the things that make not us. Good. No, um, yeah. not great. Cause like with, with IBS and sex, it just makes you feel like so shit. And my stomach's been like playing up as well with this potential endometriosis stuff. But I, I would mm. admit that since really like focusing in on myself and trying not to allow my vagina and endometriosis to like overtake um I have been having much better more exciting sex which has been good I've been less afraid of it and also speaking about it to Sam to my partner um and explaining what I'm worried about and changing up the style of sex that we're having yeah like we said last last week like the nesh and schlo and shenshaw and and being like okay I can enjoy that type of sex Uh, I don't know it just doesn't make you feel sexy all this shit (laughs) you're going through it about maybe we can distract you with the yes please today's because it's halloween it's coming up to halloween i love like people in the uk don't take halloween as seriously which is such a shame because i we fucking love halloween we love dressing up we (laughs) love love going to party we love the themery and the ridiculousness and and watching the stupid films and like fucking creating like blood punch and shit um so yeah let's like i want to talk about red flags and i also want to talk about the fucked up stuff that i get horny over because i want to be horny uh, come on give yeah it to me. come on let's 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 do it yeah so and halloween has already got me horny like the costume ideas i'm like yeah mm. that's the thing isn't it is that halloween is such a sexy holiday and it's like kind yeah. of an excuse for people to like really become like their hoiest of ho i always dress up as vampire related stuff because yes. that's like my all time like that's that kind of like vampires is what got me into like kink 100 percent. oh yeah because it was that's the first thing. time that, that i yours. yeah I can't remember, maybe I was like 17, 18, and I started reading like the Suki Stackhouse like, novels and it was all True like blood. the sexy vampire stuff. And I would read like vampire erotic literature and I was just so into like someone like feeding from me and being like mm-hmm. nourished by my body, but then also being scared for my life because they might kill me or they might take too much blood or whatever. <laughs> 
there's I something like so sexy about that at the time when i was like 18 and i had a boyfriend i was like bite me please bite me and he <laughs> <laughs> there was one point where he chipped his tooth and it was like one of the teeth that looks like a fang and i was fucking loving it <laughs> oh my god yes i mean you've I always like, been you into like biting anyway but yeah the vampire yeah. thing is so big and like that is based mm-hmm. on fucking like nosferatu like old school movies of creepy fucking fucking monsters um and how it's transpired into like what beautiful glowing men you know it's just like ridiculous but yeah we'll take it i'll <laughs> take it fucking men. hard i mean i like twilight is one of my biggest guilty pleasures i love yeah. twilight i love it all i love everything it's just like there's something so sexy about it and i guess like the reason why i always dress up vampire like for halloween is because it's that one time where you can like actually fully role play mm-hmm. without yeah. like and it's just like general life i haven't yeah. actually ever properly role played that situation in sex apart from halloween you need someone game and someone to just like not take themselves yeah. too seriously and who just wants to have a laugh yeah. like, for sure so you're i feel like vampires are quite tame mm-hmm. compared to what you are into when yeah, it comes I'm some... to spooky sex i'm into some interesting situations let's say um and i always have been i think like since i was a kid i've been obsessed with horror films like i was obsessed with the original stephen king it when i was like what fucking 14 i love the new films i've always been into clowns pennywise and i know that it's because like fear is very very close to my arousal i've always enjoyed that in my own personal play non-consensual i've always enjoyed watching like slasher films and like scream and like watching the girl run away from the murderer has always turned me on always forever <laughs> Wait, that's mad yeah but scream it's not really mad for because sure. we talk about fear being like part of what turns us on quite a lot actually don't we yeah all the time like what tie me up like a little bit of bdsm spank me um you know i'm yeah. gonna play brat i'm gonna do something that you don't like and see what the consequences are we always play around with fear and power yeah. and i mean power's just been like i love power play anyway so of course biggest oh. power play is like poor running away victim and big scary murderer dude so i mean it doesn't it doesn't it can be the other way around um but yeah so some of my favorites that i have masturbated over to since I was fucking young. It's definitely Pennywise, for sure. Also, I'm trying to think who else. Like, Freddy Krueger has been, like, a huge one for me. I don't know why. He's fucking vile, but I absolutely adore him. And I adore that he can yeah. play such a large part in my fantasy. He's just, like, a little fucker on, in the films. And he's like, that's right, bitch. You know, like, I just love his, like, cockiness. Um, always love that shit. <laughs> So yeah, Freddy Krueger for sure. I've always imagined him like, you know, I'm in this dream world and he's like made the bedpost like tie me up and he's like doing all this shit to me and his dick is like suddenly like a big long four meter snake and it's like fucking me in all my holes, you know, all that kind of stuff. Thank you, Freddy. You've been amazing. Thanks. Oh my days. Oh my God. I swear you once told me that you had a fancy or a dream or you were masturbating over some kind of like zombie trying to get you. Absolutely. Zombies have played a huge part. Like the idea that it's like mindless (laughs) dead things coming at you. And like instead of like eating my brains, it's going to be like, like. Like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat your pussy. I'm gonna like fuck you. I'm gonna like I get my the reason why they're chasing me is because they're they're after my orgasms, you know. So it's just like yeah. this idea of just forced orgasms by loads of fucking horrible things. Yeah. So yeah, running away forever, post apocalyptic world of just all these zombies that just wanna make me come. Like what why wouldn't you masturbate over that? Um <laughs> I mean, personally <laughs> Hold up now, hold up zombies now. Zombies don't do it for me. Okay, zombies <laughs> no, but you have shared the same kink of like being into people in that like deep dark fantasy moment that you're that are really disgusting. That like you yeah, would never go I have. So it's like it's yeah, a very similar 100%. fine line. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm pretty sure like when I was younger, I used to be into like the villains in in like movies and stuff i can't think of anyone villains (laughs) all the fucking time they they were the only ones i was interested in fuck the hero actually sometimes maybe a bit of hero (laughs) but like you know like something as simple as like um harry potter it was always draco malfoy and professor snape 
Oh, always. Oh. oh. I mean, I just loved Harry Potter. That I was all here for, not even Cedric Diggory, just all here for Harry Potter. But obviously Robert Pattinson became he took a very over. lovely yeah. man, a little vampire. I did, like, I did like HP. He was great, but it was always Draco or Snape fucking HP. You know, like that was my fantasy for sure. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even involved. I was just like, please so just bad. do things to Harry Potter. Please, I just you. I want to watch. Please. I want to be for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to all the fan fiction out there that was written for me. That was beautiful. Thank you. So yeah, definitely like uh, ghosts. So like, I have a ghost story for you. Oh shit. Um, oh yeah, you do. <laughs> so to people who might believe in the ghosts, like I swear to God, like my girls have called me a medium before. We've gone on ghost tour walks before where it's like speaking to the dead. Who would you like to speak to? And the dowling rods point to me and I'm like, what, what the fuck? Like what the science girl? Really? Okay. All right. Let's do this. Let's go. Like I'm, I'm down. Um, and the other day I saw a ghost in my flat, in my little home. Um, and like I, I, like, I think this is quite funny. You know, but I've told people and they freak the fuck out. Like, my mate Jamie won't sleep over in my living room because of that reason. What's funny is that you are, like, not the person that would see a ghost at all. So it's like, you know how you you kind of think, like, usually when people say they've seen a ghost, you're like, yeah, of course you fucking did. Like, because you just think that, that, like, the people that do usually believe in ghosts are the ones that just like would make it up almost they're like yeah, yeah, of course, yeah i really mm-hmm. like, saw like that light over there look like a ghost blah 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 but you are not the person to lo- like you wouldn't just make no. this up so that's why it's scary but okay so i i would say a but but i'll come back to the but the big old juicy but in a second uh, so yeah in my living room <laughs> the way that my hallway works is that my living room door is opposite my kitchen door um and you have to go down the hallway so uh, at night it was late at night and my sister had been streaming in the living room uh, and she had gone to bed. And so I was going to brush my teeth. So I went from the kitchen into my bathroom. But on the way, I glanced into the living room, which was half in dark night, darkness, half in dark night. Yeah. Uh, and I saw a woman, <laughs> uh, a woman that kind of semi looked like my sister and semi looked like a young version of my mum with like long, long, dark hair and just like staring forward. And she was sitting on the sofa, but not in the normal direction of the sofa in like the facing me direction of the sofa, which you wouldn't be able to sit like that on the sofa. Oh my God, Florence's face. <laughs> so just freaking out <laughs> this, more. It really does freak me out. Uh, so yeah, so I saw this woman sitting there, like like no expression on her face, like wide eye, just like sitting, staring. And I'm not, I'm not talking about like I stopped, stopped there to have a conversation. I literally turned the corner to the bathroom and enough time for me to go, what the fuck? Why is Flynn sitting in a dark room? And I went back to the living room to be like, Flynn, go to bed. Um, did you see that fly past me? No. I mean, it what? was just a bit of fluff, but I wanted to freak you out. <laughs> I'm in the flat alone as well right now. So I'm like, you're, hello. We're like scaring ourselves. Speaking I mean, ourselves you're in the out. That, you're in the flat that had the ghost. So yeah, it's true. <laughs> she knows that, very, that you're talking true. about her. Uh, so yeah, went back into the living room to be like, Flynn, go to bed. And there was nothing there. And so like, I was like, that's fucking weird. Like I, I fully saw the form of a person. It wasn't like, um, I've had like um, bad, you know, when I was going through really bad mental health, I have had hallucinations before where I have seen things, but I'm talking like on small scale, like uh, spiders running across the corner of my eye. I have seen people run across the corner of my eye, but then I've looked up and nothing's been there where it's been like a flash. But then I honestly put yeah. that down to my really poor mental health, like really poor. Like I'm not sleeping. I'm doing a lot of drugs. I'm like not having a good, I'm not eating, you know, that kind of shit. Uh, yeah. But this was different. This was very fucking different. This was this like, is, this was different. This hit different, you know, like it was a fully formed woman in a split second yeah. of me. And then being like, going back and being like, huh, that was fucking weird. Like I'll just process that for a moment. And then me, I, I can't even remember. I think I, I'm, how did you go to sleep? <laughs> well, the thing is, I also chose not, not to tell my housemate and my sister as well, because I know that that would have freaked them out. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to sleep now. Do it's going to be okay. Do they know now? Yeah, they do know now. And holy fuck, they were shitting themselves. My sister, not so much, but like Rosie <laughs> definitely was like, what in this flat? But I didn't get a bad feeling with her. You know, like a lot of people who see girls feel like they feel this bad feeling. I didn't get any of that. It was very much like a... 
it was probably more positive or a warm feeling because I thought it was like my sister or like, you know, my, the young version of my mum and she didn't give me any bad feels. And I was like, oh, okay, she says, we just got this person um, just like chilling in our flat. Okay, cool. Like, all right, let's do this. I think I do believe in ghosts as well. I, and also I feel like I used to work at Vice and I would do these like really, really weird like little video shorts. And one of the ones was... 10 questions you always wanted to ask an exorcist yeah so we went up to Hull and met this guy and he like he basically had this whole kind of like spooky um he had the spooky museum of like haunted objects Mm -hmm. and I've seen this dude on, on YouTube and we were filming him like in this like room that was full of haunted dolls like kids oh my god toys. i love i love this and there's so many dolls in the attic as well right here just insane oh no right and oh, oh actually my sister has a haunted doll in her house i'll tell you about that afterwards oh my and god, yes. um i was filming this guy talking and no joke i i felt something like graze up against like the lower part of my leg which was oh like God, where a stop. kid would like hold, you know, like when a kid like goes up to an adult <laughs> and they like hold on to the back of your legs, they're scared. Yeah. Like that's what it felt like. It oh felt my, like a little please. kid just grabbed my, so the good. back of my leg. Um, and I was like, that was weird. I'm yeah. just going to continue asking him questions. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so good. I love shit like this. This is why I want to do spooky shit. But then a lot of people don't want to mess with that shit because it fucks them up. That's I mean, the thing. I yeah. think I, if I fully went into it, I would be scared of everything. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so into real life scary things. Yeah, the segue. flags when Whoa! you are dating. The, the, the real spooky flag. shit. This is the stuff that like is actually terrifying. Okay, so you guys, you curious fuckers, you wrote in your biggest red flags and mm-hmm. they're scary as fuck. They're not Some scary. of them are... Whew, I got sweaty reading them. Okay, so I think this is a red flag that we can all fucking relate to. Dick pics when you haven't asked for one. That mm-hmm. can be scary. Oh, yeah. And we can also make this ungendered and any genitalia that you haven't asked for. Yeah. So that includes tits, pussy, asshole, anything. Anything that's non-consensual. Yes. It's like, you know, you know, like people that send dick pics is the modern way of flashing someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like Absolutely. people that show their like got nothing on underneath. Whoa. That's what a dick pic is. You're flashing people in public and it's just in a digital space and you people do it because they, they can get away with it or they think it's the right thing to do. Like that, that's just dumb. Like who, no, come on, yeah. grow up. Grow Even on up. OnlyFans when people send me dick pics, I'm like, hey, cool, thanks. But you know, please ask for my permission before you send me a dick pic and tip me. Yes, and also give me a tip please. Mm. I'll be like, yeah. oh, if you want me to rate your penis, then I would take 20 of your yeah. dollars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so dick pics, obvious red flag. I think we can all agree on that one. 100%. This one's good. They have no empathy or unable to admit admit when they're wrong. Oh my God, that fucks me off so much. When there's no just like instant like, hey, sorry. Like, I didn't really, I wasn't really okay with this. And they're like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Just, you know, excuses, excuses. Just like, just apologize. I really hate that. Fuck. Please. Yeah. I I used to have... um, with the with my partner that I was in like a really long relationship with, if we ever had a discussion, I would never be right. He would always be right. And Fuck. it really fucking wears you down. And that yeah. is a massive red flag. Like that relationship was hor- horrible in those like times because yeah. of those things. So red flag, don't go anywhere near. This one's interesting. It's like in inverted quotation marks, right? The women take care of the contraception. I've I've not really heard that as a red flag before, but it's a pretty good red flag. It's definitely a good red flag. But does that mean that like they just the, expect that women would be on birth control or yeah, it must be, like right? that women bring the condoms because I feel like it's the opposite way that people always think that the guy is gonna bring yeah and that's a dangerous thing like it's it's both of you it takes two to tango you both need condoms everyone needs fucking condoms both 
people's responsibility. It should never be one person's responsibility for for like or assumed that someone would just have it. Yeah, I, I, I'm really proud when I have my condoms. I'm like, well, hold up one moment. Like, let's use my condoms because I know they're going to be 3,000 times better than your condoms because I actually care <laughs> about condoms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, exactly. the contraception used- thing where, where I, you know, when like it's the stereotype of guys being like, oh, uh, you on the pill? Like before they, before they fuck you. Yeah, yes. But I don't think that's a actually, wrong question. Oh, actually, someone did ask me that. You know that guy that I'd been chatting to that was full of red flags? Yeah. He asked me that question. Ooh. So it's almost so like that- a set-up question for can I come inside you? I think that's where we're yeah, getting this then- from, right? I I kind of said that, and I was just like, oh, we you like one of those guys that don't use condoms? And he was just like, no, 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 of course not. Like I was just having a conversation with my friends at work, and then, like, I don't know. Again, excuses, but did he apologize? No, it was, it was, it was, he was like, oh, can I ask you a personal question? I'm always curious what people were going to say oh, when yeah. they asked me that. So I'm like, yes, yeah, please. of course. And yeah. then it was like, are you on contraception? And I was like, the fuck? But why would he need to know that? Like, what, what game would that be? Um, you know, like, me, unless know. it was like, yeah, I feel like that's a fucking weird weird ass question it's it's weird so like i feel like if any guy says anything about women's contraception then yeah it's a red flag yeah Just, i it would should be also feel i like guess that. it's a conversation at some point to be like oh yeah. so you're on the pill or you're not like la, la, la. Yeah, unless it comes but, up naturally organically or you've been fucking for a while with condoms and then you're like you know i, I also i do think it should just it should be the women's side to be like to talk about when they want to stop using condoms and talk about contraception. Yeah. I don't, because I feel like if if a man does it, it might be putting pressure on the situation, unless you know how to fucking communicate like a goddamn boss and do it well, then yeah, yeah it's. I think it's just risky. It's a red flag, red flag, red flag, motherfucker. Red flag. This next one is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I think yes. we'll have a discussion on this one. Oof, okay, yes. so Let's when the person there. says that they're still best friends with their ex, uh, best friends I, as well not even friends best friends best friends so but this is this i guess i feel a way about this because mm-hmm. obviously my ex was my best friend mm-hmm, and i mm-hmm. still consider him a best friend and i think like we are we're in this um container of silence at the moment so mm-hmm. that we can continue our friendship as it was yeah so like Good work i like when we are friends again, like yeah, he will be one of my best friends. Yeah, one hundred percent. I feel like it's a really weird concept to go from having a relationship with somebody um, that you've been so close to, and then suddenly going to nothing. It makes sense why your exes, like, should be your best friends. Really, should be at least friends. The only thing that gets in the way are bad feelings, or new partners, or sex itself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the moment, I'm not at a stage where I could, like, say that I'm not in love with him anymore. So mm-hmm. I kind of get there's there would be reservations for people coming into relationships with people that are best friends with their ex, because maybe they're still in love with each other secretly. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, and also, like, I know that me and him are going to be, like, we're going to love each other. We're, we're always going to love each other. So... Yeah. I don't know, maybe that is a red flag, but maybe I'm a big red flag then. Yeah, I feel. I do feel like it's just a big, giant, walking red flag. I, I think that you can be friends with your ex and you should be friends with your ex. I think it's really sad when you're not and you can't figure out why. Yeah. I also think it's really yeah. sad when new partners don't like are jealous of that situation. I feel like that's a red yeah. flag on them for not being able to deal with their insecurities. Yes. It takes it takes two to tango, though. You know, it's like it, you. It's not just about your insecurities or theirs. It's about trust mm-hmm. and communication and setting up boundaries when things aren't okay. And a lot of people just can't fucking exactly. do that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I feel like maybe I'll be able to say more on this when me and him are actually friends again, like actually yeah. hanging out. Mm-hmm. But I get it. I get it because I think if I went into a situation with someone new and they were really good friends with an ex there would be part of me that was 
thinking about like them getting back together yeah or like yeah it but it would just it would be like exactly what you said communication as long as it's communicated and there's no like you just need to trust yeah trust i mean i do know a couple of people who are friends with their exes and it works really well i mean fucking jamie he's he is friends with his ex really good friends yeah but it's not it's not something that happens quickly it's something that had happened over a couple of years and sometimes you need those years in between to take time to to let all those bad feelings go and also to grow up as a person and to be like okay let's make this work so yeah i don't think i wouldn't say that that one's a red flag you know no, I wouldn't say that's a red flag either. <laughs> Access denied. This one's great. Only wants to meet at night. I mean, like, that is, yeah. Unless they explain why, that's a really big red is, flag. Is he a vampire? Maybe it'd be a huge, oh. big green flag. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, you'd be like, uh, why the night? Does the sunshine make you burn? <laughs> okay, I'm in. <laughs> but yeah Um, uh, like if they are a normal human being and not a vampire then (laughs) that would be that would be weird to me i would like be like why why can't we hang out in the daytime why can't we go on a bike ride why can't we get a coffee like do you not want to sleep over and like have breakfast yeah they want to keep you their dirty little secret no run away also just like just like sex talk without any of the nice fluff so like they only talk to you if it's about sex Yes. That's a massive red flag, for sure. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. Unless you're just then, into that and you want the casual sex only. Yeah, then that's cool. Yeah, then, then but then yeah. I also feel like that needs to be talked about. That needs to be like, oh, hey, I hope you don't mind the situation, but like, for me, this is just sex. Is that okay? Yeah. And I've, I've done that. I've said that. I'm like, I just want to fuck you. And like, that's it. Is that okay? <laughs> On to the next one. Doesn't ask questions about your life. Oh my God, the amount of dates that I have been on and the guy's like, blah, 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 all about him and he not asks nothing about you. And it's just like, you you literally just sit there nodding and being like, oh yeah, oh cool, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm worried that that's me sometimes. What if I don't ask them questions about their life? (gasps) But then I also do say, can we just keep this as sex? I fucking leave, you know, like, fucking duck I just a fucking duck I don't do that all the time I don't I mean now I'm with Sam like that's that doesn't happen anymore I am I am very much satisfied I'm not fucking and ducking no time soon (laughs) do you ask Sam about his life Uh, do you know anything about Sam (laughs) who the fuck is this guy who is he yes I, I, I do some of the good. <laughs> most of the time, most of the time. And most, mostly he listens to me talk about me. Mostly, sometimes. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's cool because I get to talk a lot about me and he says nothing at all. I'm yeah. jo- that is a joke, I promise. I swear to God, that's a joke. <laughs> I swear. All right, okay, moving swiftly on. Another one. Tries to do something even if I specifically said no slash tries to push boundaries to convince you to. Oh, my days. I fucking hate this. Fuck. This happened to me last year. This happened to me last year. Where really? um, some guy, yeah, you know this dude as well. Like, you fucking know. He was like, yeah, come over, come over. And I, it was like peak COVID time. And I was like, no, man, I don't really feel safe. Like, you guys fuck off and go and have orgies. And I do not feel safe about it. And it's like, no, it's fine. Oh. Yeah, I've been vaccinated. I've already had COVID. It's really unlikely for me to get it again. And I was like, I don't want you to convince me that it's okay. I want you to respect my fears and boundaries and that I don't want to come over. Like, that's what you need or to do. You respect already said shit. no. Yes, oh my I God. Did. This, is, this is the biggest red flag because, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's just like a consent nightmare. Because you said yeah. no and they're not listening. Basically. Well, I did. The thing is, I didn't say no explicitly. I was just like, oh, I'm not really sure, like, you know, with everything that's going on and, and like COVID yeah. and like, I don't want to catch it. Like, I want to stay safe for my mum and all this stuff. And it's, it's not an explicit yeah. no, which is why, but again, that's why it makes it so hard. But you just should never have to convince someone of something. It should be like, a, yeah. oh, okay, I'm not going to convince you. I'm going to ask and find out why. 
that's that's like yeah. a green flag not like oh but it's gonna be fine don't worry about it let's do it like that's peer pressure that's just unnecessary pressure. pressure we all do it and that's wrong even if you're in any situation drugs alcohol come to this party do this thing like it's gonna be fine you know i i just i feel yeah. like you need to respect their worries for sure Mm-hmm. yeah big big red flag right there especially okay. when it comes to sex like anal Oh, but you'll be fine. You might like it. I swear, you can take it. Oh, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off, please. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the next one is they don't post pictures of you on their social media accounts. Yeah. I, it seems small, but it is big. It's, yeah. it, is, it is big. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess... I, I don't know how I feel about this one either because, mm. but this is just because of our situation. Me and my mm-hmm. ex never posted each other on our social media accounts, but that was for a reason. Yeah, but like, the re- like I get the reason, but the reason should also be a red flag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, guess, if I- yeah, it's interesting when people are in the public eye though, because then you're like, especially doing what we do, it's like a big thing to like know. But at the same time, I always did want it. I always wanted it. Yeah, pictures. I was going to say, I feel like if they're, in the, if they're in the public eye and they've explained it to you uh, and you're like, okay, cool, that's fine. That makes sense. But I think if you want it, then it's, it's maybe not a red flag for somebody else, but it's a red flag for you. Yeah, yeah. And we don't all have the same red flags. And I think there is, there's a thing with that as well, is that y- you want to appear single mm-hmm yeah I feel like that's quite sure. a big thing yeah a lot of guys do this it's the same with um like with our instagram my instagram i noticed when i posted about sam i lost followers um and it the yeah. exact same thing so like with my only fans i haven't written on there this is my boyfriend you know because yeah. you will inevitably lose followers because as soon as you find out that they're taken the fantasy's gone for a lot of people or the fantasy's there for a lot of people but mostly yeah. the fantasy's gone so um i ca- i do understand it but it shouldn't be something that stops you you know yeah i think right? i feel like it's one of those things that you need to have a discussion about and figure out mm-hmm. why they don't and if you kind of get the reason or not or if it bothers you then it's a red flag basically yeah yeah i think if it, but if it doesn't you. bother you then if you don't post them on your social media they don't post you on theirs then and you, you're both cool with it then that's fine yeah i almost feel like it's like going to a, a party and not bringing your partner along to show them off and to mm. meet your friends and it's like it's annoying that it's it's social media related because it feels petty and it feels like oh but it's just instagram but it's like no it, instagram's yeah. a big fucking deal like social media is a big fucking deal like the days of like making mm. it facebook official that's a big deal that's so integrated in our lives yeah, it's Instagram official now. So mm-hmm. if you don't post a pic of your partner, of your bae, are they even really there? Yeah. <laughs> Do you just want to be single for all them peeps, you know? I mean, it's a sad thought, but it's it's a good discussion to have. It really is. Definitely. It does make you think, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I am going through this weird stage where I feel like, ah, I've already posted Sam. Do I need to post him again? But where is that thought coming from? <laughs> Why am I thinking that? Ooh, is that yeah. the fear of not being seen as single and available and free yeah it's very possible it could be work related like oh shit yeah. i'll lose i'll lose only fan subscribers but it also could be yeah. like yeah there's there's a lot to unpack there um you should I would be like excited to, be to post your partner yeah i would like mm-hmm. to be in a relationship where i can post my partner on my social media 100 percent. yeah yeah Although I am having like a dip with Instagram and I'm not wanting to post that much. So that could be it too. That's probably and like my, it as well. My, my mental health is not great either. So I'm just like, oh, I'm avoiding Instagram. I'm just like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be it. I'm sure. Our last red flag of the day is reading your messages. <gasps> Smoky! That's like fucking horrifying. That, it, that fucks me up so much. The idea of like a That's- lack of privacy. That's a scary red flag. Like, if they read your, like, fuck, run. 
That's an immediate run, a mile. run away. And it not just not just messages, like looking through your phone, looking through your laptop, looking at your diary, yeah. maybe reading, but looking through like your drawers and shit and like snooping in your bedroom. I feel like that's borderline. I know people do it, but that is borderline. Yeah. It's like it is so important to 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 keep that trust with the other person. Even if you suspect yeah. something, have a conversation with them. Don't snoop through their shit. Oh my god, never. No. Uh-uh. I, I once did it when I was a teenager. Yeah, I mean, I've done it before I, I, as a, as I a kid. I feel like this, um, it's a weird thing because I think most of the time people do it when they suspect something. But yeah. it never should be a thing. The, re- the When I did it, I was like, I know that he's gone like on another date or like seen another girl. So I went on his messages and there it was, a message from a yeah. girl being like, oh, I had such a nice time last night. And I was like... Mm-hmm. You fucking piece of <laughs> like, shit. He was in the shower at the time and he came back and I was like, so. Does it change anything? If you are suspecting your partner's doing something behind your back, like that, finding the evidence anyway. shouldn't change anything. Yeah, you are in an unsafe situation and you need to run. Um, because there yeah. is a lack of communication there to make you feel trustworthy. Or yeah. go to fucking therapy if you have mad trust issues or you're dealing with some sort of trauma and you constantly think your other partner's uh, betraying you because of last, you know, like old situations. But like that's, you have to talk about these things. Don't snoop through people's stuff. It's so, it's it's a horrible thing to do. Yeah. And, it, and then it will come back to bite you on the ass. I think the green flag in this situation is when your partner gives you their passwords. Like, they're like, uh-huh. oh, could you just check my phone? Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, what's the passcode? And they're just like, did it, did it, did Like, they just tell you. Like, my ex gave me all his passwords. Not that I re- yeah. actually remembered them. But at the same no, time, no. like, if, if I ever need to get on his laptop, ever needed, like, if he wanted me to do something on his phone, he would just tell me. And I was like, actually shook at the mm-hmm. time because I was yeah. like wait you actually trust me and you know what in my in my in my four and a half year relationship my ex never told me any of his passwords mm-hmm. and I always yeah. kind of was just like oh like he just needs his own privacy blah 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 but he didn't trust me yeah and that's and that's, also he that's might having have had a level of trust he might have had something to hide like if you're yeah. giving somebody your password, then that means you've got nothing to hide. And you know what? Like exactly. people do fuck up. They do make mistakes. You know, if I give my password and they see something they shouldn't have seen, then it's a conversation to have for sure. Like yeah. um, I left my WhatsApp uh, WhatsApp app open on my laptop and Sam did say, he was like, God, it was so hard not to look at your WhatsApps. And I was also like, okay, well, firstly, thanks for not looking and you should congratulate yeah. yourself. So wh- why would you think like, that you wanted to look? Like where where's yeah. that thought process come from? Um, have you had situations before in the past where you have mistrust somebody? And it it's just a conversation because he's not done anything wrong. Um, I've yeah. not done anything wrong. It's just, you just got to talk about it. You just got to be like, okay, I'm feeling really insecure at the moment and I really want to check your messages. Can we have a chat about it? Yeah, I think that's really important. My ex mm-hmm. even um, was like, oh yeah, do you want to just log into my Instagram on your phone so that you can like do my... <laughs> he was like, can you post on my Instagram, please? Because I hate doing it. And I was like, <laughs> wait, you want to give me access to your Instagram? I could see like yeah. messages coming into girls trying to slide mm-hmm. into your DMs and like all of those things. I was like, that's like, a, <laughs> that's almost a spooky level of trust. And I was so yeah. like, wow, green. That was like the biggest green flag I think I've ever gotten in my whole life. But, so good and yeah, I feel like we just need to cute. practice that more for sure and it's like it's yeah, fine we just if people slide into your DMs and trust yes. people and it's, it's fine if people slide slide into your partner's DMs like that's gonna yeah. happen that's actually great because it means you're with a hot person but it depends exactly. on like obviously on their response and you know if they do respond in a positive way it's like it's just an ego stroke we do it all the time exactly. we, we get a compliment off the street and we're like oh thank you very much not like fuck you you disgusting hoe you know, like it. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's all about how you feel within that relationship with the with the messages and the passwords. But fuck, fuck me. Such a good yeah, red flag. Sure. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a really interesting little conversation there to round up the episode. Yeah, I mean, because that is, that is some spooky shit. You know what? They should fucking make a movie mm. about reading people's messages. Oh my God, maybe the, like trademark. Copyright, that's my next horror film. Someone reads messages and they were like, you are murdering me. 
spooky. Yeah, I feel like that is really spooky though, because it's it's stalking, basically. It's it is literally stalking. And we, oh man, mm-hmm. I remember doing it on Facebook before with my exes. You know, it's just, it's just uh, stalking's yeah. a, a bit of a dodgy one too. Like we all, well, I try really hard not to because I think it's just, it's yeah. looking for trouble and I'm going to get hurt regardless of what I see. I just don't see mm-hmm. the point. But we all fucking do it. We're all just like, even little motherfuckers that just like yeah, love looking to feel, wild. yeah, like a little ego stroke. And then you're just like, oh, I saw something I didn't want to see. Why am I so sad? Oh, like, no. <laughs> you knew you were going to see that though that's the reason you why you went knew there it. you knew it <laughs> that is why um, right so to round up the episode we really hope that our ghost stories and speaking about spooky stuff hasn't freaked you out too much but it is Halloween or, yeah warmed you up for the festive season of the spooky holiday yeah buddy I mean do your Ouija boards do your ghost talking and the paranormal activity I love it so much do it because it's it's a hell of a lot of fun unless you don't want to fuck with them arts because yeah the darkness is not and use this holiday to indulge in all those creepy scary fantasies yeah man put your horrors on get the vibrators out get your little masturbation cups out get that on um enjoy yourself dress up like an absolute fucking himbo if you need to like do it get that slutified up there dress like a stupid i don't know what's like really dumb that people dress up as isn't like a maid i don't know like dress up as a maid for halloween fucking playboy bunny be a fucking playboy bunny or like a sexy nurse or do it it's ridiculous but yeah jokes a nurse i love it so much i want to have like i want to have some halloween sex maybe we will get halloween sex read yeah i fucking hope so i've been trying so hard to convince sam to dress in a a priest outfit and i could dress in a in a nun outfit and be like demon nun and priest just so he can fuck me in a priest outfit so hot (laughs) i just want him to look me dead in the eyes and be like neil um, yeah. And I want to I want to have to forgive my father for his sins. Ah, oh, there's just so many hot things that could be done, but no, I don't think yeah. I've quite convinced him just yet. But I'll get there. Yeah. I'm working on it. Okay. So, also curious fuckers, for our next fuck off episode with stories by you, please email in your biggest fuck off story to fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk. Yeah, baby. Of course, check out our YouTube. The whole podcast episodes are on the YouTube channel as well as on your normal podcasting sites. And of course, you can keep up to date with us on Instagram at ComeCurious as well as our personal accounts at ReadAmberX and at Florence Bark. And obviously share this episode far and wide. Spread it like you spread your legs in the bedroom, everyone. Yes. Yeah, and motherfucker. We I just thought about all the dudes. Like- Thursday. I was oh, just thinking about all the dudes their legs, spreading like. their legs, like, ah! <laughs> spreading my legs, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm ready to fuck <laughs> you now. Cocks Where's that? Around. Oh, the little cock. That's a cock. Oh, I see. Nice, nice. I do love flaccid penis. Nice, I really nice. do. It's beautiful. Nice. Um, and yeah, so we love you all. Uh, see you next Thursday and enjoy Halloween. Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> You fucking witches! You witches! Crowd Network. A place where you belong.